Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. Unlock the secrets of success in the real estate world where each episode delivers valuable tips and strategies to elevate your marketing game and help you succeed in both life and business. Brought to you by Reminder Media. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our take action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acre. And it is holiday themed. We are a week. What are we? We're five days away from Christmas. Ho, Thursday, ho, ho. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. What's your four, favorite four Christmas tradition, my man? My favorite Christmas tradition. Um, so many. I I enjoy eating, right? <laughs> I enjoy eating. I enjoy uh, doing stockings like Christmas Eve. Dude, I got the it's quote of the show for you written down here by our producer, Ethan. Yeah. He just said this about speaking of eating. Speaking of right? eating. He said Speaking this. of the new year. He said, Did you actually write he this goes, one yeah, down? He goes, <laughs> pulling this up? He goes, he's like, you he's know, like pulling it up. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know what upsets me the most in life? And this is just a combo we were just having, guys. He goes, you know what upsets me the most in life? I spent my skinny years thinking I was fat. <laughs> and I was like, man, I've never related to something more in my life. Not just the idea of like you always think. Like you are you're never just, pleased. Yeah, you're never pleased with yourself. And then you look back and go, I, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everybody can, especially around the holidays, you know, yeah. attest to that. Yeah, eating is definitely a, a fun tradition. But today, we are not talking about eating uh, or weight or anything. Really. <laughs> Nothing that has to do with Christmas or eating. We're, we're just wasting We are time going to be talking about how to manage and motivate great teams. So if you are a leader of a team, uh, or you're a business owner, you know, obviously one of the things that you've probably had to go through and yeah. may have struggled with is how to find good talent, number one, right? How to then manage that talent, how to yeah. motivate that talent so that they stick uh, and 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 you have uh, that leverage in your business to help you continue to grow and scale. So pull we might pull up my notes here. Yeah, so yeah. we got 10 points, I think yeah. I said, we we'll want to go over. We'll roll through them. Roll through them. So the first one uh, of our 10 is to, you got to make sure that you're establishing clear goals and expectations. Mm, you know how John Maxwell says, everything rises and falls with leadership. Yeah. I really think that is true, but mm -hmm. I think the illness of all problems in companies comes from lack of good communication yeah. and lack of good setting of expectations. Yep. And if I look at all the problems in our business with people, it always comes down to the expectations that were set yeah. and there wasn't clarity and there wasn't good goal set and there wasn't good verification happening. Yeah. I think a lot of times I know I fall into this trap where I think people will do it like I want them to do it just magically. Like, oh, they'll read my mind. Yeah, they'll know exactly what they I'm going for. They know what we're here. going for. It's like, no, you have to actually be, you have to develop the skill set of being able to take that end result that you desire and how to then communicate those expectations to your team. And I would tell people that um, don't use the excuse that we're all headed to the same vision. So there'll be, I got to give them autonomy. Yeah. That's an excuse. Yeah. That just means you're not wanting to. And I'm there, right? I've, I've done it and I still do it to this day. It's like you you give yourself an excuse going, well, I don't want to micromanage. Or I don't want to step in. It's not about that. It's about getting on the same page of yeah. expectations and clarity of goal. They can be a part of 
determining those expectations and goals if you yep. want it that way, but have to have that. Which rolls perfectly into number two, which is to foster open and regular communication with your teams. Yeah, um, this is, to me, like about uh, telling it like it is. And it's like five dysfunctions of a team is you can't have um, a great team without trust and you can't have trust without healthy conflict and yeah. you can't have healthy conflict without clear and open communication. Yeah. So not only is it about having hard combos, but it's about having combos frequently Right. And like I think of what we just did with our senior leadership team, right? Mm -hmm. We weren't hitting goals. We had things falling through the cracks. So what did we do? We took our monthly meeting down to weekly mm -hmm. because things get solved when people come together and they talk things out and yep. they work together to a common goal and they stay on top of things. I know when we've had products fail, I know you lead product and we have some tech stuff that is not happening. What do you do? You go to a daily check in yeah. of open communication, right? We're uh, solving it with five more times a day. Yeah, exactly. Five, <laughs> five times a day. But the point we're trying to make is like, a lot of people maybe are like, no, that seems too much. No, it's not too much. You yeah. need to have open and regular communication with your people. Our sales team does a sales team huddle every single morning, mm -hmm. right? It's a, it's a difference maker. And those things get boring and mundane and they feel like waste of times in certain seasons. But the truth mm -hmm. is you, you are underestimating. You never understand the value of a meeting like that until you stop having mm -hmm. it. And then a month later you go, well, what happened? We were doing so well. And now it's because of that lack of communication. Yep. Number three, this kind of goes in or, or maybe even bucks a little bit against our first point, but it's this idea of empowering and trusting your team. Like how do you set the expectations to only, empower and then trust them? You can only empower and trust if you have great open communication and clear goals. Yep. Right. So it's like they, it does, it feels like maybe at surface level it bucks against, but the truth is it's the natural progression. If you set clear goals, you have regular communication around those goals. Then in those breaks of communication, you empower people, go make the decision. Not only that, in the setting of those goals, empower people to be a part of that. You brought them in. Hopefully you hired smarter people than you. Yeah. Right. That's the goal. If somebody teaches you something on the, or I shouldn't say it this way, I should say it this way. When you're interviewing somebody for a job, mm -hmm. You should be looking to see, are they going to teach you anything? Yeah. Are, do, are they educating you? Why? Because they should know more than you about that position if you're bringing them to help you in that position in yeah. that area. So if I'm hiring a software dev, I sure hope that dev knows more than me about <laughs> development than I do, right? Type idea. Now, that's not always true if you're hiring for something that you are the direct manager over. Yeah. But a lot of times in business, you're hiring people for a specific job that you don't know how to do and you're trying to go get expertise for it. Yeah, I like the other thing that says here, well, when you empower and trust your teams, uh, you're actually encouraging and creating an environment for creativity, innovation for them to problem solve, bring new ideas to the organization. Yeah. Number four, recognize and appreciate achievements. Man, this is one that I probably struggle with the most. I'm, I'm, I, I know that this is a failure on my part. I do not. Yeah, I do not feel recognized by you, dude. And, uh, achievements uh, enough, yeah. Ethan, do you feel recognized by Josh? I do feel recognized. <laughs> <by> <laughs> Told you, sure, yeah. <laughs> Just even in the the voice. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, you're. This he is, said thanks once after a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> complimenting people, um, recognizing them, like yeah, it's so critical, and it's like it needs to. You need to be intentional. Like every senior leadership meeting, what am I doing now? I'm giving a space and time at the start of the agenda. Does anybody have anybody they want to shout out, recognize here at the senior yeah, leadership see anything table? Anything positive that happened? Positive that happened. I've had to be intentional about it because it's not natural to me. Yeah. So I had to put it into the agenda. But the truth is, that's how you get good at things. Mm -hmm. That's how they become natural. You put them into agendas, you put them into calendars, and they become habits. Yep. And pretty soon, give us you know six months to a year of doing it, and we'll just naturally do it. Yep. I hope. Rolling into number five then, uh, going along with that, promote a positive and supportive work environment. So again, we're talking about how to create 
and motivate great uh, great teams. You want to make sure you're promoting a positive and supportive work environment. Here's what, what does that mean to you? So here's why I believe that's a critical one for leadership. Mm-hmm. A leader is not supposed to speak in the glasses half empty. A leader is supposed mm-hmm. to speak in the glasses half full. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you don't play in reality, but you're not sitting here today trying to tell people the reality of how hard it is to put a, a rocket ship on Mars. No, you're, you're, you're speaking into the vision and the positivity behind what you're going to accomplish. And so you take that all the way down is, I believe, the teams that move the best are the teams that feel the safest. Mm. The teams that feel the safest, they will have all these points that we've uh established here you got to establish clear goals you got to foster foster open communication you got to empower and trust your team you got to recognize them and then you've got to literally in an environment culture wise create a culture that is energy wise is positive that you're not talking about negative things every time you get on a meeting so uh, i always tell my sales leaders this (laughs) you don't you you praise in public you discipline in private Mm. you're creating this culture of positivity where it's like hey look we're going to show up today and we're going to change the world. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to change the world, if you don't want a book written about what we've done, not from an ego standpoint, but from an accomplishment standpoint, then you don't belong here. Yeah. Now, some people listening to this might be like, well, that's not reality. But I promise you, my company that has that type of attitude and that type of positive work culture and that type of openness is going to beat your company that's you know sitting there glass half full. Great little easy read book, a uh, little parable uh, called The Energy Bus. Talks a lot uh-huh. about that idea of like bringing a positive energy uh, to the to the workplace as well. Number six is to encourage professional development. Yeah, so this is you know plays into this positive work environment where you're promoting positivity of the vision and promoting, but you're also promoting positivity of what you can achieve as a person. Mm-hmm. So it's like I you know Ethan, you know you and I were talking the other day, right? And I was giving some feedback on you know what I want to see, but my whole goal is to go, hey man. You are the artist. I want you to own this. I want you to be proud of what the content you're putting out that you're literally like your friends are like, holy crap, look at the content. Look how many views they're getting. Look how many people are, are looking at what he does because I want you to develop in your craft. Mm-hmm. The same applies for me, right? It's like I want people that are around me constantly developing and I want myself to constantly be developing. It's the habit book, you know, Atomic Habits. You want to get yeah. 1% better every single day. Yeah. And when you have a leader that is pushing you to get 1% better every single day, that's the that's the company you want to and work And clearing with. a path, actually, and uh, creating the the um, the environment in which you can, yeah. you can do if that. If you're not growing, you're dying. Number seven, provide opportunities for growth for your team. Yes. So we just lost somebody that is a, I would call an A-plus talent. A-level talent, and we lost them. And I think the reason we lost them is because we weren't providing for them Mm -hmm. opportunities of growth. So when you have your one-on-ones with your people, it has to be really clear what's their next steps and how do they get there. Yeah, And there is opportunity there. I often tell people, man, it's unlimited opportunity. We just got to go get it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, using, you know, Ethan, not to pick on you, but you're just in the room, but using you as an example, it's like, what is the next step that you want to go to, right? You're the producer of our state page. You're doing our social media, all that stuff. What's the next step that you want in your personal life? 
And how do we use Reminder Media as a vehicle to give you those skills, to give you that opportunity and that ability? Because if we can, guess what? You're going to come into work happier. You're going to come into work more driven. You're going to stay here longer. You're going to produce more. You're going to fight harder because you see that growth happening for you and it's been laid out. But most people do what you talked about in the first one, right? Which is um, they think people know that they can grow here. I mean, you know, we're growing. You can grow here. It's like, no, no, let me let me lay this out for you. Yep, exactly. Number eight, uh, value work-life balance. So uh, recognizing the importance of work-life balance for employees' well-being. Yeah, um, probably in my early years, I was uh, subject to the hustle culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I still believe people need to work hard. I still believe they need to be obsessed. But I also believe you got to value people's personal time. And you got to value the things that they value because A players want to do great work. Yeah. So if an A player, you know, for instance, you know, has a family and they're trying to leave at six o'clock, I don't care that they leave at six o'clock when our business closes. Mm Mm-hmm. I want them to have that time with their family because that time with their family is going to energize them, recharge them, and is going to bring back them in. I'm going to judge them on the results of their work, not on how long they worked. Yeah. And that's probably a newer thing that I've learned over the last few years. I think kids uh, help that. I think so. I also think that ultimately I realized that you're trying to, you're, you're not dealing with the root issue, which is you don't have an A player. Mm. Right, you're trying to get a B player or a C player, and you're trying to force them into this box because you don't have an A player. But A players, I don't worry about. A yeah. player, you do whatever you want. I don't yeah. worry about because you're you're generating the results. Yep. Right. Number nine is to address conflicts constructively. So this kind of goes back. to Yeah, we the, have the whole podcast on this, so we don't have to spend a, a ton of time on it. But we oh yeah, how to have difficult conversations. Yeah, yeah. search that up on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that one That's I would encourage you guys go listen to because it's a whole 15, 20 minute. Uh, podcast in of itself Talks is super exactly valuable. Yeah. Um, our HR director actually heard us do the podcast and then used the podcast as a whole training for all of our managers yep. across our organization <laughs> of structuring out because it's the hardest thing for people to do is have constructive feedback. Yeah. And I'll tell you the reason, the, just one nugget I'll give you is the reason why it's so hard to have constructive feedback is because you don't do it often. If you make yep. it an often you thing, then it is, not a, it is not a weird thing. Yep. But because you hardly ever do it when you give yeah. feedback. Whoa, where's this coming yeah, from? Exactly. <laughs> it makes people feel weird. And then you're weird because you haven't done it a lot. <laughs> Number 10, love this one. Oh, I used to be so much better at this. I need to get back at, at doing this. It's to seek feedback and continuous improvement for yourself. So that whole seeking feedback piece, uh, I've, I personally have, have slacked off on, on yeah. doing that. Um, we hired a new VP of sales uh, for our postcard division, and she's crushing it. But one of the things that she's implementing, well, two, one is she, she talks about how feedback's a gift. Yeah. And like she tells her team members, you know, feedback's a gift. Any feedback you give me is really a gift to me. But then the thing she's implementing, she's going and doing what's called a stay interview. So at companies, a lot of times they do exit interviews. Why mm. are you exiting while you're leaving? She's doing a stay interview. She's going to all employees that are still here on the team and going, why do you stay? You know, what is it that you love, love about that. this place? Yeah. What is it that keeps you here? Mm-hmm. And she goes, a lot of times we try to fix things in our organization, but we don't realize in fixing maybe an error that they're seeing in the exit interview, you're also hurting some, one of the reasons why they stay. Mm-hmm. And so you got to know both ends and seeking that feedback. I thought that's a really wanna, good golden nugget. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. There you go. There are 10 tips for how to manage and motivate great teams. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to get the show notes, you can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com. And if you're looking for ways to support the show, Head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review, and uh, let somebody know. Let someone else know about this uh, episode. We really appreciate all of you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody listening. Happy holidays. I hope you enjoy your holidays with family. Yes. 
you know, however you choose to yeah. spend them. Don't eat too much. You know, don't eat too much. Don't spend your uh, skinny days <laughs> thinking you're fat. <laughs> what is? What would you say, Luke? Is the best Christmas present? True love. <laughs> Incorrect. It's a broken drum. You just can't beat it. If you want to get hold of me, Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can follow us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast for this episode, episode of Stay Paid. <laughs> I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. Um, obviously, you could choose from any of these 10 points as the action item, but um, the action item I give you that's the most critical in my book is establishing clear goals and expectations. Uh, you can't be a great leader if you're not leading people to somewhere. Um, and that needs to be established. And you have to establish that and get people on board of where you're going. Uh, that's probably the most important to actually open up any of the other things. But remember this, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. So out of that 10 list, take action on one of those. Take action today. 